This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Next week in the United States is what we call Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is a time to honor those people who have been slain in various wars, wars that really are fought to ensure the liberty and freedom of the citizens of the United States. And if we go back a long way in the distant past, a lot of this holiday began after the Civil War. And in about maybe 1868, on the 5th of May, that's when there was a major celebration of what was called Decoration Day, in a sense. And so the whole idea was that you would decorate the grave sites of the war dead and you would bring in flowers. And the idea was to do it in the time of year when flowers were blooming and proliferating so that people could bring a lot of flowers and therefore it would be very beautiful. So late May was generally the time that this was done. So Major General John Logan was the person who first announced that this was going to be done at this national level, and that first celebration was held at Arlington Cemetery. General and Mrs. Ulysses Grant, they presided over the ceremony, and it was held at the home on the Arlington property at the time of General Robert E. Lee. What was important is if you remember back in history, the Civil War was where the North was fighting against the South and vice versa. So you had brothers fighting against brothers, all kinds of relatives of each other fighting against one another, and principally over the issue of slavery, because the Southern states wanted to maintain slavery while the Northern states didn't think that was the right thing to do, and they wanted to abolish slavery. Even though this Memorial Day was taking place, the whole idea is that all of the people who were slain, whether they were in the Southern armies or the Northern armies, flowers were to be put on both sets of graves, recognizing that we were one nation, if you will, under God in that sense. And prior to when this was done at Arlington Cemetery as more of a national celebration, many communities had already done their decoration days prior to this anyway. And in some states, for example, in the Southern states, they might only put the flowers on the Confederate graves and so on. But this was an opportunity and a chance to say, let's go beyond that. Let's recognize that all of these people have lost their lives in this conflict that was dividing the country. And our strength, of course, is in being unified and united together. Finally, in about 1971 or so, the holiday was really declared in a greater way at a national level. And Congress and President Lyndon Johnson, they also made some statements way back in the day about it too. And many communities claimed that they were the first to begin Memorial Day. However, the official start of it was given to Waterloo, New York. They were designated as the birthplace, and that's when President Lyndon Johnson claimed that they were the ones who actually came up with this time of remembrance. 
Now, in addition to Memorial Day itself, there is actually a specific moment of remembrance on the day, and that's at 3 p.m. So at 3 p.m., everyone is invited to take a minute to remember the war dead. And a woman named Carmela Laspada was the person who came up with that idea, and it was actually put into more general practice in about December 2000. So as we think about this Memorial Day and you're in your business and your organization, of course, by all means, celebrate those people in your organization who have been killed in military duty and military service. That's all part of Memorial Day. Even the historic people in the past in your organization, it's a time to remember them and to celebrate them as heroes of the country who were also part of your business. In addition, I would also encourage you to even broaden the honor and the celebration a little bit and to think about those people who you might consider the founding fathers, the founding mothers of your organization, and think about the sacrifices that they've made. There are people who have given their life to really build the business to be where it is today. And if you're in a dangerous industry, you may even have people who have lost their lives on the job, doing the work of the organization and providing service. So it's a good time to find out who those people were and to celebrate them even on this Memorial Day as well. And one of the things I think is important is to remember the heroes, whether they be national heroes of a military nature or even the business heroes who have made a difference, is we are thanking those on whose shoulders we stand to take things to the next level and the next generation. And it's an acknowledgement on the military side that freedom isn't free. Somebody paid a price. And the success that you have in your business today, if your business has been around for a while, you're also standing on the shoulders of giants who've gone on before you, people who made supreme sacrifices to build the business so that you now can run the organization as you do. So I want to close today's segment with a verse from Romans, the 13th chapter, and it's verse 7. And it says, Render therefore to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. So let this be a time of honoring those who deserve the honor. Did you know that teams do the bulk of the work in successful organizations. And for this reason, it's very important to build and develop your teams. And first, you might want to know where you are in the process. So I invite you to take the complimentary team assessment to identify your current strengths and also your learning opportunities in launching and developing high-performance teams that get dynamic organizational results. So go to my website, www.transleadership.com, and you'll see on the homepage, there's a brown bar that says, take the high-performance team assessment. You'll find it just under the running photographs. Click there and get your results.
You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.